the English uh, Premier Yearling Sale are underway. And yesterday, the leading South Australian farm in Mill Park had a, a handy day with uh, the Colt by Harry Angel going through the ring for $400,000 and uh, the boss of Mill Park Farm, Chris Watson, joins us live here at Oakland's Junction. First of all, Chris, congratulations. That was a great result for the farm. No, thank you very much, Gareth. And we were, yeah, very, very pleased. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about this cult because it's got a, a wonderful page and a fair to remember and, and Barclay Square, who was one of the star three-year-olds last spring, um, involved in the, the family here. So no wonder he was pretty popular. Yeah, look, it's, it's been a, a terrific family for the farm. We've had uh, Barclay Square and Senor Toba all raised on the farm and um, it was uh, really, really pleasing to see this cult sort of come up through, through, the, through the, the last uh, year. Very, very similar in style and type and, uh, and it was fantastic for David Peacock uh, to get the, that similar sort of price. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Absolutely outstanding result there yesterday with the Harry Angel Colt selling for $400,000. What have you made as the sales so far? It's been a bit of a buyer's market this year. We've seen the economic climate the moment's made it. A bit more caution for buyers, but as a whole with your draft, how have you seen it? Yeah, look, absolutely. We've certainly noticed uh, over the last sort of couple of months as we've uh, slipped on down through the rest of these sales from, uh, from the Gold Coast uh, that uh, the buyers are becoming more and more cautious. So um, we've had to adjust uh, our budgets and uh, reserves accordingly and um, hope to meet the market. So I'm fascinated about the way that you go about getting to these sales with your big team based in South Australia. You head to Melbourne and then... Um, you were just telling us before that your staff have to jump on a plane and head to Adelaide and get ready for the, the sales in Adelaide, which start um, with the inspections this week. Yeah, look, being based in South Australia, logistics is uh, a massive issue for us, travelling all around, uh, around the country. But, uh, yeah, our, our, our team are going to be exhausted by the end of next week, so they're basically backing up from this sale into Adelaide. They jump on a plane this afternoon and straight into Magic Millions Adelaide, setting up the stables there, ready for another week of hard work of inspection. So they're going to really, really deserve a good rest. They've been yeah. a fantastic team for us. And you touched on the Adelaide Magic Million sale there with the draft there. How many horses will you have going through the ring come a uh, couple of weeks' time? Yeah, so we have 13 going through that sale, and um, they're going to be a great bunch of horses there. I think uh, some lovely sort of trade horses and uh, certainly some uh, pedigrees there. That'll be attractive to a lot of sort of other buyers as well. So, How do you work out which horses go where, especially being based in SA? I would imagine you would try and support your, your home state sale. How does that... Um, how does that all unfold when you sit down and try and work out which yearlings go where? Yeah, look, it certainly varies from year to year, but um, uh, look, the, obviously the uh, the more forward, precocious style of horses go to the more earlier sales, and um, we certainly try and hold back some lovely horses for our local state as well, so to support there, so there's some Terrific trainers in SA that deserves uh, some good support with some horses as well. You've had so much success over the years, Chris Faulkner, Happy Trails, Instant Celebrity, just to name a few, have come off your farm. What do you believe has been the key to your success being based in South Australia? You're a little bit off-Broadway there where you are based compared to the Victorian and the Hunter Valley farms. Yeah, look, we're, we're, um, we're certainly in an area that's... Uh, you know, very beneficial for growing out um, all sorts of stock from cattle, sheep, horses, mm. wines. We've got some great wines there as well, obviously. And um, I just think that the area where we are is um, just uh, the environment, the pasture. Um, it's just a, a very, very uh, lovely location for growing out animals, so especially horses. 
South Australian Racing has had its challenges of late because unfortunately they haven't got the government support like the other states do. How have you found the climate there and the, the mood of South Australian racing over the last couple of years especially? Oh, I think one one word just comes to mind straight away is resilient. Yeah. Um, the the lack of support from government in South Australia is just so frustrating. Uh, the the pot tax has been the big the big hold up for us. We've been absolutely smashed in that regard with no no tax basically coming back into the industry from from that re revenue raising there. And um, I think you know it's a it's a wonderful industry to be involved in and it's a very close-knit uh, industry in South Australia so um, we'll keep pressing on and um, there's some terrific people there working behind the scenes so hopefully we can get the government on board one day. We've seen in the news recently that there's been significant investment um, slated for the Morphville Racecourse. Was it disappointing to see that they weren't going to put any of that funds into on-course stabling at Morphville? The setup and more feels so interesting. We've still got horses across the road, people, you know, bringing them across to the stripping sheds there at the complex. It's probably one of the last uh, jurisdictions in the country that have that set up. Absolutely. Look, I, I'm certainly probably can't comment too much on there. I haven't been closely involved on that side of it, but it's um, a scenario I'm sure um, the administrators and the trainers are, are looking closely at models all around Australia for the best fit. Yeah, hopefully the, the government having a chat to a few of the people in South Australia and Vaughan Lynch, I think, is doing a pretty good job now as the CEO. Um, it is frustrating because they're putting on the show, they're, they're making a lot of money for the state, um, but you need to reward the, the people putting on the show. So it gives them an incentive to keep on buttering up. It's not fair that they make all the money and then you don't give them anything in return. Yeah, look, I, I think um, I think everybody has to keep in mind um, generally in these scenarios what the core business is, and um, yeah. there's a lot of people involved in the actual racing of horses, and um, I, I, th I do agree in that regard. I think you know there's got to be some sort of reward back to the the people that are directly involved in the industry. What about for the rest of the sale? What do you got to look forward to on the final day here? Oh, look, we've only got one left to sell here, but uh, we sh we're finishing with a ripper, so he's a, uh, a full brother to Pelzer. Yeah. So you think out of Miss Otto, and he'll be selling shortly within the next hour, and um, he's been very, very well received. He's obviously got a massive pedigree, as you mentioned. Peltz was an exceptional horse there a couple of years ago. Um, on type, what's he like? Is it so you think, um, you know, is he a nice, dark, strapping sort of looking colt? He certainly is. He's got a lot of so you think about him. He's probably not as precocious looking as Peltzer was, who was a really early looking sort of horse. Uh, this one looks more in that sort of late two-year-old, three-year-old sort of guinea style horse, um, but just a, an action, a lovely, lovely horse. Could he be the top lot for you? Do you think that he could uh, excel or exceed that 400,000 there for the Harry Angel Bahamas cult uh, yesterday? Look, I think he's certainly going to sell very, very well. Um, if he achieves that sort of price in this current market, I'll tell you what, mm -hmm. we'll be very, very pleased. <laughs> well, mate, I wish you the best of luck. I don't know how actually you do it because you... The unsung heroes are the people that work out the back, working with these yearlings, uh, making sure that they're fed and looked after. A lot of them are a lot of steps since with the, the yearlings who, who need to be inspected. It's um, they do a wonderful job. The staff at every farm, don't they? Because to do it, you got to love it. You got to love the animal. That you're so you're so right. They are really are the unsung heroes and. Um, uh, we, we do our utmost to uh, make sure that they're well rewarded and uh, certainly respected for what they do. So we wouldn't be able to do the job without them.
We've seen over the last couple of years how hard it has been to get staff, particularly in racing stables as well on farms. How do you find it over in South Australia to get a good team behind you of, you know, young um, and staff that are really keen to, you know, put in the hard work there, early mornings, long hours? Look, we, we, we are quite isolated from the rest of the, uh, the, the thoroughbred industry in, around Australia, but it's sort of one way we're not sort of competing with any other sort of people. So we're, we're our little own sort of environment there, and we've got some local people down there that we've had to train up, and also people have come to live in the area, and we're, we're very, very lucky. We've got a great core team of staff down there that are very supportive of us. Well, we wish you the best of luck for that last lot today, the So You Think, and um, in Adelaide as well, mate. Well done with the Harry Angel cult yesterday. $400,000 is a massive result, as you pointed out, in, in today's market. And um, hopefully you can find another Happy Trails or a Faulkner or a Booker. Jeez, Booker. What about that at the Magic Millions? Amazing result, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. She was the broodmare that was sold for just over a million, but the... I think she landed the top colt, didn't she? Yeah, very, right up there, that's for sure. Yeah. So, you know, it was a wonderful result. You know, it, I mean, we're not involved on some of the, you know, away game was another story that yeah. another one raised off the farm. So we, we still get a great thrill seeing them go on and uh, achieve wonderful results for everybody else as well. Well, good on you, Chris. Um, enjoy the final day. <laughs> get some sleep. We'll try to anyway. <laughs> Much appreciated. Thank you.